Hi, I'm Tom Field, Senior Vice President of Editorial with Information Security Media Group. I'm talking today about behavioral analytics and how they've become essential to preventing insider attacks. And it's my pleasure to be speaking about this with Mark McGovern. He's VP of Product Management with CA Technologies. Mark, thanks so much for joining me today. Thank you, Tom. Let's talk about behavioral analytics. How have you seen this practice evolve over the past five years? Well, you know, behavior analytics have moved fast. So they first came on the screen, I'll say, or on um, folks who are watching the security space they, uh, around maybe 2010. They started to evolve and started to raise to the top really as things that security practitioners were saying, hey, you know, this could be interesting, it might be important. But man, they have moved much faster than most technologies. They have come from being that idea to something that is a de facto capability that all the security teams are putting in place these days really fast. So Mark, how do you see the technology used most commonly today? Well, it's moved from that concept a few years ago into the practical capabilities today where what you're seeing are enterprises applying it to specific use cases. So, you know, different enterprises look in different places to say, hey, I've got a compelling problem here and I want to do something that gets at it, whether it uh, reduces the threat or reduces the manpower and cost that I have to apply to it. And you're seeing the behavior analytics being put into those high value use cases. That's where it's being deployed and really a lot of value is being generated today for these enterprises in those use cases. So what do you find that makes behavioral analytics different from all the other hot technologies that we've seen come and go? I'd say that one of the, the key elements that have made behavior analytics, one, move so fast, and two, become something so important to security, is that the focus has been not on the technology itself, but on the value it provides to the enterprises. So analytics is a pretty broad topic. And I mean, if you were to just say, hey, where do analytics fit or behavior analytics, you're really left in a quandary of a set of tools that you have to spend a lot of time and effort trying to figure out. The vendors in the analytics space, folks like CA Technologies, have really focused on the idea not that analytics is the answer, but that there's a value that can come out of it. So that value can be things like, how do I use analytics to do detection faster? How do I use analytics to do investigations faster? And how do I provide real insights into, from my customers as to how their systems are being used or not being used? And I think that emphasis on the value is what's really made the analytics take off and differentiates it from a bunch of other security technologies. The security market is really rife with ideas that come up that people think are cool or sexy, but they never provide practical value. Analytics has really changed that in a lot of ways, but that's the real spin or the real uh, element of analytics is that it went from being a technology idea to being, no, how do I get value out of it instantly? Mark, up front, we talked about using behavioral analytics to prevent insider attacks. So let's talk about that as a practical application. How do you see the technology being deployed effectively against the insider threat? So that's a great question, Tom. And, and it gets to the point of we see today where analytics are being used in specific use cases. And insider threat is one of the standout use cases. So 
a huge attack vector or threat vector for enterprises is the fact that I have these users who I have to give access to. I have to let them in because they have to do their job. They're the people who work in my organization. And the privileged users are particularly the ones that pose issues. So system admins, senior uh, executives, folks who have a lot of ability to get to a system and potentially do bad things. Uh, and what we're seeing with the analytics is that use case, using behavior analytics to, instead of just put controls around folks, instead of just logging what they do, analytics gives us the ability to continuously assess what's going on, to continuously monitor those insiders, and to figure out quickly, is there something that's malicious here or high risk, and then using that as the trigger for the response. So in the most advanced cases, you're seeing folks uh, deploy capabilities where the analytics are actually triggering mitigations automatically. So continuous monitoring of something that before we couldn't watch at all, detection using risk-based analytics, and then triggering uh, mitigations against it. That's how we're seeing folks really go after the insider threat and put a box around it that they couldn't have put there before behavior analytics became practical. That's great. Maybe we can go a little bit deeper here and you can tell me some specific examples of how CA Technologies is helping organizations use behavioral analytics to prevent insider attacks. Sure. So, you know, what we've done with threat analytics at CA is integrated a capability into our privileged access managers. So our CA PAM solution, which is used by some of the largest corporations in the world in protecting access, what we've done is embedded into that capability or supercharged it really with user behavior analytics. And those analytics are watching all the time what is a user doing? How did they do it? How did they dwell on it? What devices were they using? Uh, what data did they touch? And so actually doing a practical deployment of what I was describing there. And so the neat part is, is that the CA PAM solution, what we do is we drive, um, think of it as low friction or often invisible controls based on that. So instead of getting in the way of privileged access users when we see risk, we actually silently enable things like session recording. We can force a freezing of access in a live session, not something that disconnects folks, but something that actually just freezes the, the sessions that are ongoing and forces a step up auth or a security measure that mitigates them if risk is detected inside of a session. So what we've really done is enabled, uh, you know, we have a market leading privileged access management solution and we've supercharged it with our behavior analytics capabilities. And done it in a way that not only makes the PAM solution better, but enables our customers, our enterprise customers, to feed out of, to use PAM then as an intelligence source for their other systems. So we actually will feed upstream to folks like SIM systems, whether you have a, a Splunk or an ArcSight or a QRadar. You know, we'll, we'll derive the intelligence uh, that we get out of our PAM and our behavior analytics, and we'll push that upstream to those systems so they're the, even that much smarter about what's going on. So I think all together, you know, our detection, our uh, mitigation, and then our insights that we enable in that capability with behavior analytics has really, it, it's really become a market discriminator for us in the PAM, in the privileged access management side of the world. 
Mark, when we started our conversation, you talked about behavioral analytics really coming to the fore starting in 2010. So it's been eight years now. How do you envision the future of this technology developing? You know, what we see is the expansion of it from those specific use cases to broader visibility across the enterprise and what the users are doing. So think about even like CA offers a, a world-class identity and access management product suite. It's not just our privileged access management capability, but we do things like access control with our CA SSO product and identity governance with our identity suite product. Imagine analytics that tie across those and enable the enterprise not just to manage the risk associated with what a user is doing inside one environment, but being able to see it across all of the environments and to drive detection and response capabilities based on those analytics. So you have visibility then across everything and you have it driven down uh, to the mitigations that enable risk management, enable better security, but don't cause more friction or cost. Um, those are things that we see as incredibly important in what's happening. And I think the other thing you're gonna see here is SaaS capabilities. So it's not gonna be just what's behind the firewall. CA has an amazing customer base, and we believe that that's not only proof of the fact that our products scale, but it's a market discriminator that we have the ability to use to our customers' advantage. So by enabling SaaS services that are driven by events and data from our customers, we're going to be able to provide that much better protection across all of our customers. So threat that shares information and shares the things that we see across our different customers to protect all of them. So it's a huge advantage, and I think, as you're thinking about analytics and where to put them in an enterprise, starting with that very focused use case is a great place, something like the privileged access management use case, but then over time thinking strategically where do I want to go and partnering with someone like CA who has that ability and has that vision to make it happen for you. Mark, it's really been insightful. I appreciate you taking time to speak with me today. Thank you, Tom. We've been talking about how behavioral analytics is essential to preventing the insider threat. I've been speaking with Mark McGovern. He's Vice President of Product Management with CA Technologies. For Information Security Media Group, I'm Tom Field. Thank you very much.